Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, hopefully you can hear me. We're doing a new sound system this episode because we've been having sound issues in the past. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Welcome, everybody. I'm glad to assemble with everyone again tonight. Um, we were not able to assemble last week. So thanks to the Super Bowl, but we're back. So and I have a special surprise. Somebody else is back. Hello, Beverly Parker. How are you? Somebody is coming back to the show. Um, we missed her a lot. Um, everybody, let me know if you can hear me okay. Um, we're going to wait for everybody to join. Mark, how are you, Mark? Hello, Didi. Can everybody hear me? Portuguese princess. Hi, all the, everyone is here. Didi is joining. I guess you guys know who the special guest is. Hey, Tina. Um, Didi is back so i'm really really happy to have her back hello kath hey how are you doing i'm good how are you i'm doing good i'm glad to have you back it's been a minute right it's been a minute i'm glad to have you back we missed you i'm glad to be back i missed you guys too <laughs> it's been a lot it's been a lot and um you know i was gone for a while then you were gone for a while and now we're all gonna be back together Kara's gonna be here I haven't heard from her, but she didn't tell me she wasn't. So she's somewhere. I don't know where she is, but she's coming. So we're going to all be <laughs> back tonight. Yay. <laughs> oh, hey, Coco Puff. Oh, Tina says she missed you, Dee Dee. I missed everybody. Hi, guys. I really missed you oh, guys. Coast coast teachers here. Everybody's here. Hi, guys. Um, So episode 17 of 90 Day Fiance. How do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel like we've been watching a lot of this season? Episode 17. I feel like it's a lot. Next week isn't the finale as far as I know. They do like to sneak it up on us. So it could possibly be the finale. Um, but I don't know that it is. Um, I know that we didn't get Black Ashley's wedding yet um, in her Tropical Storm wedding. Um, we haven't seen that, but we got two weddings from Sam and Citra. And we got a wedding from Gino and Jasmine. I don't want to like start before Cara gets here. I feel bad, but I don't know where Cara's at. Cause I, she, uh, a, she, um, she sent a text saying that she probably wouldn't be able to make it tonight because she has to work overtime. Uh, oh, I didn't get that. It's in our group text in on Instagram. Oh, I probably didn't check the group chat. Okay, so I didn't know that. <laughs> so now that I know, we're going to get started because we got um, Gino and Jasmine's wedding and I wanted to get your reactions because... You know, we've been watching them for, it seems like, decades. So how do you yeah. feel seeing that, that wedding actually take place? Because it's weird when they were like, oh, we've been together for three years. I was like, I feel like I've been a part of this for the whole three years, right? Like, I feel like we've been we've been invested for the whole three years, too. Yeah, but it seems, it seems like it's been longer than three years to me. I don't know. Well, it seems like it's been longer. I agree. <laughs> I feel like we've been dealing with Gino and Jasmine for a really long time, and you know, watching them get married, it was a nice wedding and all, but, you know, knowing what we know now, it kind of seems like we're just wasting our time now because, you know, Jasmine has been down in Florida for quite a while and Gino has been in Michigan and there has been a lot of talk that things are not well in the relationship. So I'm like, I know, TJ, CJ says she cried. I thought it was really nice. I thought the, the vows were really nice and beautiful. And Jasmine was like, 
the reason why she was born was to marry Gino. It was really sweet. But then in the back of my mind, I just remember her saying that she wished she was banging Dane, you know, and, and how her ex was better than him. And I'm like, this all sounds great. But I just remember all the times that she said that he was horrific at sex and he could never Thanks for green cards. Yeah. And then I was just like, I don't really know how I feel about this because I was like, I don't know. I don't think that Jasmine is like legit trying to marry this guy. And let's um, be, I'm going to be honest, though. G Gino looked great at the wedding, even with his hat. I thought that he looked very classy because I was like, he's going to take the hat off for the wedding. Right. He did not. He brought two hats. And hey, Nurse G, or no, Nurse RG. Hey, so yeah, he brought um two hats for the wedding. How did you feel about the hat choice? Did you think that was a good hat choice? Yeah, yeah, but they looked almost identical. I mean, well, if you didn't know yeah. which one you were looking at, you'd be like, okay, well, either one. They both look the same. <laughs> Non-hat wearing people. You know, I do wear hats from time to time. But for, for a normal person, I didn't see the difference either. Hey, Lexi. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought that the wedding was nice. I thought that it was nice that the family integrated themselves into the wedding. They were nice to Jasmine because, you know, in the beginning, they thought that she was a gold digger, which the jury's still out. You know, the jury's still out. We're not, we don't know exactly we what's don't know. going on. She was a gold digger. Right? She's still a gold digger. I mean, she got what she wanted. So that's why when she, when they got married, she deuces. I told y'all. I told y'all she was going to leave. Why y'all don't ever listen to me? <laughs> yeah, TJ, let's talk about that. So when he took the hat off for the pictures, he looked great. But my one question, and I've been asking this for years because we've been watching him for years, why doesn't he shave the back of his head? He shaves the top of his head and then he leaves the back with hair. What's up with that? Is that like something? Maybe to, maybe to, for people to think he has hair? I mean. Oh, because that's the only visible part from the back of the hat, right? So that's your set. So when people see him from the front, they would think that he has he has hair in the, at the top too. Okay, I, I understand that. It's just really weird for me because I embrace the bald look. I'm bald by choice. My hair grows perfectly fine. I just hate hair. So I don't understand why people don't like the bald look. I feel like it's perfect. I can wake up in the morning. I can be 30 minutes late getting up. I can still leave the house on time because I have <laughs> nothing going on up here. Like, if I do anything to it or not, it does not matter. I look the same. So I don't know why people are like, oh, I need to get my hair styled, and I need to go to the the hair, the barber shop and get it. I don't want to do any of that. That's all extra for me. I just want to wake up, take a shower, get ready, and go. Like, I don't want to deal with any of that. So when I hear people say that, you know, they don't like the bald look, I'm like, so you are adding extra work to your life that's unnecessary, right? Like, so unnecessary. Well, this this is how I look all the time. I don't be trying to fix my hair. I just get up and go. <laughs> I'm not looking for no Miss America or anything right now. If she happens to find me, I hope she likes me the way that I look right now. <laughs> right? Like, because you're not going to get anything extra out of me. I don't have a lot of time for that. So, oh, I want to talk about um, Nikki and Igor, Justin Igor, because on this episode, um, after the engagement party, they sealed the deal. Um, and Nikki, in her words, her coochie was happy. And his VP was happy, everybody was happy, and they were giving it another shot. And it was interesting for me because I was like, so they're gonna pretend like all of the fighting that, that took place on that trip and him saying that he wanted to have a threesome, all of that was like out the window. They were totally okay with it and they were gonna move forward. But then we saw in the preview for next week that he ended it with her, which we knew was going to happen when yeah. she left. We didn't know how. 
So how do you feel about that? Do you feel like he waited until she left to, to end it because it would be easier because, you know, she would flip out if she did it while she was in Moldova? Or do you think that he really just got sick of her? Like, what do you think the real issue is here? I think that he he wanted to wait till she was out of Moldova that way because we already know how she is. I mean, she's crazy, you know? Um, it would it would have been a whole lot easier for him. He probably got the rest of his money that he wanted. So, and some other things he wanted from her. So, uh, because she did mention um, money in next pre, um, in next week's preview. But I think it was, she's out of the country. Now's the time to do it. Well, I think that he's always been about money. And it's interesting because Nikki has said it many, many, many times. She's like, it's always about money with this guy. It's always, yeah. what can I do for him? It's always how much money I can send. What can I do? And she always wanted to look past it because she said something in this episode that resonated with me. She said, when you get a straight man and his family to accept you as a trans woman into their lives, you don't give up on it. And I think that she was sold on the idea that she got a straight man and his family and friends to accept her, that she was ignoring all of the real issues because she yeah. felt like she found like a unicorn. Right. I felt mm -hmm. like she was like, well, I can't give up on it because how how would I ever find another straight man who would accept me and his family would accept me and his friends would accept me and he would deal with, you know, the complications of being with a trans woman and he's OK with it. And I think that she was just giving up on fixing their issues because she felt like since he was accepting her and, and loved her the way she was, that that was it. She wasn't going to ever find that again. And I can't speak on what's going on in Justin's mind. But I'm not even 100% sold that he accepted her for who she was. I think that he tolerated her because of what she could do for him. I don't know if he was fully okay with her being a trans woman. I, I can't speak for him, but his actions. I don't think he was. Yeah, his I don't think he was. Because I've been telling y'all from the, from the beginning that um, I didn't think he was uh, comfortable with it at all because he no longer looked at her as a real woman. He looked at her as a man. That's why um, that's why he had uh, problems to be intimate with her. That's why he didn't want to take her to, to certain places. And it, I mean, it's really sad because at the end of the day, um, by his actions, what we've seen, you know, he only used her to get her to pay for everything he wanted. He nickel and dimed her got a, uh, money, got cars, got whatever he wanted. He wanted to keep her on, like, like on a leash. And so he could live the lavish life that he's always wanted, but without yeah. her. Um, Nurse RG, that's a good question. She says, um, is he really straight? I think he's more fluid. Um, would a straight man, um, a straight man would not sleep with a trans woman. See, this is really interesting. I was watching a podcast recently. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a, a man who is straight. He says he's straight and he's dating a trans woman. And he said that he doesn't see, and this trans woman, unlike Nikki, has not had bottom surgery. Okay, so this woman still has the parts. And he said that he felt he was still straight, you know, because he looked at her as a woman. And I think this is a really interesting subject because it's like, I guess gender is now in perception. It's not really based on sexual reproductive parts. Gender has now become more of a perception of what you see the person as. And 
a lot of people are saying that too. They're like, well, Justin can't be straight up. He is having sex with a trans woman. But you have to remember, Nikki has had a full bottom surgery. There's nothing about a man physically And there. he didn't know the first time they were together that she was a transgender until he got to the United States. They got into an argument. And that's when she told him that she used to be a man. Right. And... Well, then, then that raises another question. People are like, well, if he would have known ahead of time, would he have ever dated her? And see, that's a really good question. Possibly not. Because the way that he reacts um, to her, he says that she has a very masculine side. And he doesn't like that masculine side in their relationship. He wants to be the alpha, the dominant. And, you know, Nikki has that um, dominant part of her personality. So I don't know. I think that this relationship may not have ever come to be if he knew ahead of time that she was a trans woman. But I think that, like I said, he was he was dealing with the, the, the issue. I don't want to call it a problem. He was dealing with the issue that she was a trans woman and it was an issue only to him um, because she was really helping him financially. You know, we saw him watch, we saw him, oh, sorry, I got a text message. We saw him um, re reject her many, many times, like sexually. He's like, oh, I can't do it. You know, I have to be in the mood for that. I'm not... So I don't know that he ever really accepted her the, in her mind the way that she thinks he accepted her. I think that it was all a, a perception of, well, if he says he's straight and he hasn't rejected me, there must be something more there. And I think it's more of, you know, it was all in her head. Because we all at home saw that this relationship wasn't going to work when we couldn't tell Nikki that. The Nikki was very, very sure that this was the man that she was going to marry. You know, there was no question in her mind that this was going to work out. We all at home knew once she made it back to New Jersey, wasn't nothing going to happen, but she didn't see that. Well, I mean, we all know that, that he was, you know, as nice to her as he could possibly be to get everything he, he could from her. I mean, she should have known that he didn't have any plans to move to the, to the United States. He just remodeled his bathroom right before she got there. Yeah. If you're deciding to go I mean, move somewhere, I don't care if it's in the the same country or the same town but if you decide on moving down the road or across the country across the world whatever you don't put thousands of dollars in remodeling a bathroom just so it's a waste of money right it's a waste of money because <laughs> have a lot of people say oh well you could sell it for more than what but i was like what you put into the redoing the bathroom is what you would sell it more for it's not it doesn't make a difference you're just doing extra work for absolutely no reason Right. And we, we could see that he's driving a BMW. He's wearing designer clothes. He's living in, you know, we've seen some um, places overseas and they've been questionable. Justin's place wasn't questionable. It was pretty decent. Right. Like, so he wasn't living the life where, you know, like um, Andre. Andre was living in Moldova and his life was not the life he wanted. He wanted to come to America to, to better his way of living. We saw his family and the way his family was living. We saw the lifestyle that he had in Moldova. It's nothing like the lifestyle he's living here in Florida. So I think that in Andre's case, it was very important for him to get over to America. In Justin's case, he's doing fine. I mean, I don't know if his life would be better over here or worse, because over here, everything's more expensive. So the little bit of money that Nikki sends him, he can have a very lavish life with that amount of money. You know, in New Jersey, money doesn't stretch as far. <laughs> Right? Like, it doesn't stretch as far. You're going to be paying a lot more to maintain that lifestyle. So, in my opinion, Justin is happy just where he is, and he's going to stay there. 
And unfortunately, he cut off his money train. But aren't you the one that said that you think that Justin has several sugar mamas? Isn't that what you told me? Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's obvious. He's got plenty of them. I mean, he's driving a nice BMW. He's living in a nice place. And all he said he did for a living was personal training. We've had this conversation, too. Because I was like, how much do personal trainers make? Because maybe I should get my unhealthy <laughs> self into the gym and start personal training. Because I was like, are people really making enough money to live a lavish lifestyle telling other people how to work out? Because I can tell people to do things. Like, is there any other skill that I need? Because I'm open to trying that, right? Like, I'm open to going to the gym and telling people what to do. From what I, from what I know, at the gym that I go to, I pay, you know, I think it's like $42 a month. And that's with a, um, with a trainer included. So they can't make that much money. That doesn't seem like a lot of money going to the trainer. Because normally dues to a gym in general is like $20, $25 a month. So that means. Yeah, I pay $42. Yeah, it's got like all kinds of, I can do all kinds of stuff there. But I mean. You know, they have the sauna, we have the tandem bed, we have the gym, we have, like, it's, the gym I go to is humongous. There's all kinds of stuff there. You, you've got so much to do. But in that $42, if I want my personal trainer, it's included. See, that doesn't seem like a lot. Oh, wait, TJ says she pays $600 for six sessions. So $100 a session. TJ, how long is a session? Like an hour, 30 minutes? Like, because that doesn't. $600 spread over six sessions, that doesn't seem like a lot unless you're going to the gym six times a week, right? Like, that doesn't seem like a quick way to make a lot of money. Wait, I pay, Portuguese Princess says she pays $125 every two weeks for a personal trainer in the community center, so it's $59. Yeah, I don't see myself getting rich doing that. <laughs> but I don't see myself getting rich. Oh, so well, it's an hour long. It depends on, to like, the state. Georgia is, we don't pay a lot lot of stuff like i mean we don't stuff like that isn't expensive here in georgia well, <laughs> well, yeah like in the neighborhood where i live we have like this humongous like pool center fitness center gym basketball football whatever you pay like um, five or six hundred dollars for the year and you can use everything so like it's super not expensive i don't go like we can go but i don't go like i paid the money but i don't go i don't particularly like to go hang out with random people <laughs> Like, if, I, if anything, I would buy, like, equipment and put it in my house. I don't know. So I have an embarrassing story real quick. So I was, I was on a treadmill before, and I was watching TV on a treadmill, and something happened, and I tripped, and I fell off the treadmill, and I was, I was hurt. I wasn't really hurt, but, like, it hurt. But I've, I was more happy that it happened at my house and not, like, at Planet Fitness in front of people because I was, like, not – then I wouldn't be able to go back. Because once you fall off the treadmill and you like fly backward, like you, now you can't go back, right? Did you see the video I sent you today of the treadmill chick? Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that that's my worst nightmare. I, so I <laughs> I don't want to go hang out and work out with other people because I'm not in the best shape, and I don't want to get judged by the people who go to the gym like 50 times a, a week. You know, I don't want to do that. I don't care if people be looking at me. I don't care. I go anyway. So. So. <laughs> Nikki is gonna explain to us next week what happened with Justin, but I, I know it revolves around money, and I'm, I'm hoping that Nikki put her foot down and was just like, look, I'm not sending you any more money. I'm not giving you any more, you know, financial support. I think that 
it's best for her to end this relationship because she's been the one compromising and sending the money, right? Like, I feel like that's been her, her compromise is way more than, than Justin's. And I think that it's, it's never going to be a healthy situation for her. I want her to be happy. Yeah. Hey, Kim. Hey, Bessie, how are you? Oh, so apparently I just got word that Happily Ever After didn't win the award tonight. That's, that's very, very sad i wanted them to win i believe it was a people's was it a people's choice award that happily ever after was up for unfortunately we didn't get the award guys i don't know why we wouldn't get it happily ever after is, um, is about you see he was on it this season like why well this was like a previous season though like i don't know who what i don't know if it was last year's season that they were talking about but yeah we're gonna talk about the new cast of happily ever after too i have so much to talk about I'm kind of pissed off. So, so, but wait, I want to talk about Rob and Sophie first and Claire. So I, I'm pretty sure that production had the um, idea to take Claire out of her nice hotel and put her into Rob's Roach Motel for the night. And, you know, <laughs> and they thought that that would be a really fun way to spice up the content, you know, the night before their wedding. And it didn't go as bad, I think, as they thought it would go. I think, for instance, Rob tried to be nice to Claire after she told him to stop being a dickhead. And he pumped up her little air mattress. He put the little blankets on it. Like he really did try. So it wasn't as much drama as I assumed. And she was a lot less um, critical of the place. And I think at this point, Sophie is kind of at the point where, yes, I know that Rob is a deadbeat. Yes, I know that I could do better. But at this point, it would be nice to have a little supportive talk because she's going to marry him regardless, right? Kind of like how Gino was with his family. Like, it would be nice if you guys support my wedding and everything because I'm going to marry her regardless of how you feel. You know, so it would be nice if you could be a little more supportive and, and make it less hard to have a conversation. So I feel like Claire has always made it very difficult and she's very critical of Rob, which I don't blame. But at some point... You have to stop being a hater and be a supporter if you love the person, right? But, right, but we already know that she don't need his money. She's wealthy. Her family is wealthy. Oh, yeah. She's just there for the green card. Once she well, gets her yeah. green card, once she gets her work status, I mean, come on, she's going to leave, just like Jasmine did. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You did call that very early on. You did say that. So I, I do want to say there is footage of Dee Dee saying that, that Jasmine was not. I, I kind of feel like we placed bets on it, didn't we? Probably we, we all said how we long. Always, we yeah. are always placing bets. We, said, we all <laughs> asked how long we thought that the wedding would last, I, or the marriage would last. And I'm pretty sure you said however long it takes for the green card to be printed. I'm pretty sure that was your answer. You were like, yeah. I don't, I can't put like a certain amount of time on it. She's like, however long it takes for it to be printed, mailed, opened, and in her hand, right? That's basically what you said. Yeah, pretty much. Like, as soon as Gino handed it to her, handed her the green card in her hand, she was like, deuces. And just the same thing with, um, with Rob and Sophie. As soon as Rob hands her that, um, oh. that green card, she's gonna be deuces. So you know that Rob and Sophie are both living in Austin, Texas, right? You know that. Do yeah. And it's it's almost clear that they're together because I've had some people take their pictures separately and they can like match the background. 
like they're in the same place. Like they took a picture in this long hallway with a weird color scheme. They were in the same place. Do you think that they're still together right now? I don't know. That is is iffy. I mean, if they are, then she because she still hasn't got what she's well her green card. She still hasn't got it. It's probably still in the in the works. Hmm. I mean, and then I see this. You know, I I heard some things. I don't know if it's true, so don't hold me to it, guys, and okay, don't so come after me, okay? But I heard that Rob is actually a millionaire. He's just faking it on the show. Now, see, I heard some stuff. Are you referring to the information that Statler looked up? Um, she no. looked up some information. Oh, really? So this is yeah. new because she know we found out that he has some wealthy family members. But so you, you know think, I got the hookup. What y'all talking about? You know I got the hookup. So <laughs> you think that Rob is a millionaire? Okay, so can I ask you a question? There was an OnlyFans leak of Rob, and it involved some parts of his body that were shown. Um, so and this was like a year John, or two ago. So you think? Yeah. So you <laughs> think someone who has a million dollars would do something like no. that online? I don't. I, no. I think, I don't it would be think he's I don't think he's a millionaire. I, I really don't. I think it's because everybody is um starting to see the pat I see like a certain pattern. Okay. And we all know that, you know, Sophie's family is very well off. Yeah. Well, part of the plan is to get her to the US, get her married, to get um get her green card, and then guess what? She's going to do the same thing that Jasmine well, did. Bring her family it, over here. It is very hard. The same to thing Natalie did. Bring her mom over here. I mean, come on. It would, it would be very hard to believe that Sophie is going to stay with Rob only because of the situation. Oh, wait. Let me ask this question. Do you think if Rob did have more money and he could provide more, that there would be an opportunity that she would stay with him? Or do you think that she was just looking for a way to get and secure her spot here and then start a life with whoever she wanted. I think she was just trying to pretty much secure a spot here because he is a, he is really rude to her. He's mean to her. He's a narcissist. Um, he is a self-centered SOB in my opinion. I don't like him and how he treats her is, I don't know why he treats her like that i mean he she can't even ask for the simplest the the simplest things without him blowing up without him getting mad no. and say that he's always asking for things well yeah uh, i think that when i knew it was going to be an issue before she got here when he said she has to know that you know she's used to bougie things and she's used to indoor plumbing and i was like see this is going to be an issue because i've never met a woman who wasn't used to indoor plumbing and i didn't think that she was high maintenance because of that. I'm used to indoor plumbing, you know, so I thought that it was going to be hard because he wanted her to to change and adapt to his lifestyle. And I was like, man, your lifestyle sucks. Like, you should change and adapt to her lifestyle. You should want to do more. And I always supported Claire in her tough love approach with Rob. Because sometimes when you want to motivate people, it has to come out of your mouth in a in kind of a mean way, you know, to get people's attention. It does sometimes have to sound like you're being rude in order to yeah. get to get through. And I feel like Rob is the type of person where 
constructive criticism is the worst possible thing you can offer him. He doesn't like to be criticized. He doesn't like it when people are like, oh, you could do this, this and this, or you could make changes. He doesn't like that. He wants to feel like if the idea didn't come from him, it, it's not going to work. And he, he ignores advice. And like what we saw when he knew that Sophie was coming, they had months to prepare. I think three months yeah. is when they, the approval date to when she arrived and he did nothing to uh, to actually get ready for her arrival. Nothing. He didn't save any money. He didn't um, buy a new bed. He didn't buy a duvet. He did nothing. Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. The only thing he, she got here. he bought was roach houses to put under the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he did get the roach traps, which... Why was oh that so Why didn't he want roach traps? Like, so he was cool with the roaches, but he wanted to make sure the roaches were gone by the time Sophie got there. Like, I wouldn't be cool with the roaches. Like, for real. Like, I, his whole lifestyle is crazy. And I will say this on Instagram, he is living a little better. He's driving a really nice Jeep and he's shown pictures yep. of his new place, which has indoor plumbing. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. TLC does pay quite a bit per episode, and it is very easy that he got that truck and apartment after the show aired. It is it is very, very likely that that's the thing. I don't know. I don't see him as having a whole bunch of money because he he has poor man syndrome. Well, I'm like we, way I mean, you a couple of episodes back. Well, more than a couple of episodes back, but um, a couple of episodes back, we seen that um, Sophie don't even need him. They got into a fight and she rented a nice apartment yeah. the same night. So yeah, she don't, don't need him. She's just there for the green card. I think that's also an insecurity of his. I think Rob is used to dating women that are dependent on him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he's capable of dating an independent woman, a successful woman who doesn't need him. There are men like that. There are men who have to be in a relationship with a woman who without him wouldn't be able to make it that makes them feel like a man that makes them feel like they're the alpha and you know in 2024 there's a lot of women out there who are doing everything on their own they'll have a man because they want a man not because they need a man so i think exactly. rob, yeah i think rob is looking for a relationship where no matter how bad he's doing he's doing better than her and i think sophie's not that girl you know sophie is a go-getter you know she said that her family had money but then right before she left, she was working her own job and making her own money. Like she could have easily lived off their family's money. She still had a job. You know, and there's a lot of women who will look at it as, well, why should I get a job if my family has money? She was still trying to be independent. And I respect that about her. And I think that once she gets her green card, she's gonna go back to being who she is, an independent woman. And if he wants to step it up, he might be able to hold on to her. But otherwise I think she's gonna drop him and find somebody who's ready to work hard and, and be successful together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Emily, um has not decided whether or not she wants to marry Clayton. Um, and it's like the day of the wedding. So they had this fight about the stripper. And Clayton opened his mouth and said, you're never going to do this again. Pretty controlling statement that he made. And Annalise saw it as, do I want to live my life with the person who gets to dictate what I can and can't do for the rest of my life? Which I think is a really good question. Are you going to marry somebody? Because, you know, there are some relationships like, Libby and Andre, you know, like, I feel like Andre has that power over Libby. If he doesn't want her to talk to someone, she's not going to talk to someone. You know, so I think that it's, it's a good question to ask when you're getting ready to marry someone. Do I want to deal with controlling people telling me what I can and can't do? Because at the end of the day, you're, you're the, 
your mind, your choices, your decisions are yours. And if you're married or not, no one owns you. And I think that, that it's it's good for her to make the right decision, but I think waiting to the day of the wedding and still being so torn, it just it's weird to me because if I was to get married, I would be very, very sure of getting married like early on. And like the day of the wedding, I wouldn't have any doubts because in order, because you know, I don't even believe in getting married. So if I was gonna do it, I would have been so sure that nothing would change my mind so easily. And I feel like with these people, every fight, they're like, I don't wanna marry you anymore. And it's like, how strong is your relationship? How strong is your love that every time you get into a disagreement, you just don't wanna be with each other anymore. And it's, it's scary that they're building relationships and marriages on such shaky foundation you know, like one bad argument can end everything. And that's really scary, you know, because marriage is a little more serious than a, a relationship. And when you're bringing somebody from another country, you're signing documents saying that you're going to take care of them. This isn't just boyfriend and girlfriend stuff, right? Like this is serious legal stuff. You got the government involved in your relationship. So I feel like it's really crazy how they can throw it all away over one little argument. Well, I mean, we already know that she is not interested in him. We already know that she can't even stand to look at him. We already know that she just wants the green card. So maybe she's second guessing, does she want to have to put up with a controlling person until she gets the green card? Yeah. That's a good point. Because her mom was telling her that she's, her mom even says she still thinks that she needs to get married. Because there's always um, uh, um, couples have problems, but um, that is true. I can't remember who just um, said that. Was it Portuguese? Yeah, Portuguese. Um, you are right. Her dad didn't know, doesn't know, but I think she told her mom, and then that was it. Was between her and her mom. So that's why I'm thinking that her and her mom has something planned to get her over here to get the the green card and then maybe make it look like that she met him over here and then once she gets the green card she's going to do the same exact thing as everybody else bring her family over here yeah when i heard her mom's conversation that was the first thought that i had because her mom was like you know, you have to keep moving forward. You know, you put all these years into this, you have to keep moving forward. And I didn't like that. I was like, if she doesn't feel sure that this is the right decision, you should support her in that. Don't tell her to keep moving forward in something that might not make her happy. So I think you're right. It has to do with either one, harvesting the American dollar in my Miss Karen voice, or two, <laughs> bringing, bringing her family over so they can all harvest the american dollar together That's right it. like that was the vibe right. that i got because i was like as her mom you shouldn't care if she stays here or goes home you should care whether or not she's going to be happy right and i was like her mom was like no you gotta just keep moving forward you're too close you gotta keep moving forward keep going gets married and i was like i don't like that advice you're not listening to her she's telling you that she's not sure she doesn't think she's going to make the right decision and the mom is just like well you don't wait it too long now it's too late you got to marry him now i didn't like that well I mean, look at Jasmine. She kept her eyes on the prize. Just saying. <laughs> Jasmine has definitely, it's crazy to me, watching their wedding, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I, I was watching them say how much they love each other, I just got a flashback after flashback of all of I the fights. funny because we all know that she's lying. 
Do you remember when she ripped his head off and she hit him and she that was that was going through my head <laughs> when when he sent the nudes and everything and she like grabbed him and she took his head off and she started hitting him and I was like that was what I was thinking when she was like you're my everything you're the reason why I live in my mind I was like I remember you hitting him but but whatever you know like if that's that's how you feel but you know love is chaotic it's chaos and I feel like in Jasmine's mind love is supposed to be chaotic but Oh, somebody on Twitter brought up that her sons were not on the live stream. What do you think about that? Because her sister, um, her mom, um, another girl was on the live stream for the wedding for Jasmine. We didn't see one say, and the other son. What is up with that? Do you think that they were on this stream but not on camera? Or do you think that they didn't watch the wedding at all? Oh, well, that's a very good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm because once he, he's already been on camera. So yeah. there ain't no reason why they wouldn't put him on there. Um, I, that's a very good question. I, I don't know how to answer I was, that. I was wondering <laughs> that too. I saw that and I saw her sister, quotes. I saw her sister, I saw her mom. Um, I saw like um, a cousin or somebody. I didn't see the boys. And I was like, that's really weird because Wanse has been very um, a part of this. Like you said, she she calls him. She tells him what's going on. She's been talking to Wanse about the wedding. So yeah. when we saw the live stream and he wasn't there, it was kind of weird, you know, because she said that I know she's protecting her youngest um, son because he is special needs. She doesn't want him subjected to any unnecessary criticism or anything. I get that. But why wasn't one say a part of the service, watching the service of ceremony? So I was kind of interested in knowing. Maybe he was on his way over here maybe, already? Maybe. Maybe. I have seen pictures of it looked as though he was out with Gino and Jasmine in Michigan. But, you know, it's hard to tell when you're looking at a picture what country or what state it was taken in. It looked like they were in an Americanized restaurant, but I don't know. This was months ago. So it could be that he was physically at the wedding, just not on camera. Like, I don't know what the situation was. Possibly. But it was really... I mean, because, you know, we, me and you know of instances that certain people be there um but they behind the camera because it still isn't time for the world to know that they're here in the u.s or they were there at that event party or whatever it is well right i remember um for stacy's wedding on the show darcy and stacy's wedding her sons um were not on camera and there was a lot of talk online they're like oh her sons weren't at the wedding but then when i went back and watched it again both of her sons were at the wedding. They just didn't, they didn't, they were under 18 at the time and the dad didn't want them on camera. But if you watch the episode, pause it a few times when they go in the crowd, both of her sons were there. They just didn't focus on it because they were children at the time and the dad didn't want them to be a part of the show. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of different things. Like maybe once they was sitting in the audience, we just didn't, they didn't focus on them. It could be that, so. I just thought it was interesting that he wasn't even a part of the call. But I was like, like you said, if he was there, there's no point of him being on a live stream. So we're going to exactly. have to. He may be in behind the, behind the cameras and they're not ready to, for the, for us to know that he he's here, but, but we already know he's here. So, I mean. We're going to, I mean, this is episode 17. Did I say? So I don't know how much longer. I know for a fact, Happily Ever After premieres on the 18th of next month, right? So everything has to be done before that. So I'm assuming there's two more episodes and then the two tell-alls is my guess. Um, I don't know who, wait, 
Is there anybody we didn't talk about on this episode? Hold on a second. Let me check my notes. Oh, Sam and Citra. Let's go over this second American wedding real quick because I want to have a conversation about the Christian officiant. So apparently Sam had um, converted to uh, Islam for the wedding, and which I thought was a lot. His mom, Didi, also thought it was a lot. Um, but that was a compromise. Why is it always going to be a it's Didi? Always, it's a Didi, right? <laughs> Didi Blanchard. This, like, they're giving you a bad name, right? They're giving you a bad name. But um, the, he didn't want a Christian or a priest. Well, they could be a Christian. They couldn't be a priest or a pastor to officiate the wedding. How did you feel about that? Because Sam compromised and converted to an entire religion that he wasn't even a part of to get married. And then there was no compromise from Citra's dad on who could officiate the wedding. Do you feel like there's too much control from um, the Islamic religion in this wedding? Because I feel like it doesn't really matter who marries you as long as you are respective of the, the practices of each religion involved. There's plenty of people in this country and other countries that get married who don't practice the same religion. Because I don't want to hear that, oh, well, you know, you should only marry with your religion. There's plenty of people who don't convert to each other's religion and they still make it work. I just felt like he's, he has a little too much control in what can and can't be done in their relationship. And I know people who are Muslim, the rules are very, very strict and they're very um, controlling of the other people. We've watched a lot of times um, people who try to convert to Muslim and they never make it because it's just too difficult to mix the cultures. I just didn't like how he was going to say, oh, well, you're not going to get married if a pastor or a priest um, officiates the wedding because Sam let, um, what do you call the a person who's a preacher or a priest in, in Islam? What do you call that? I don't know. He let what one of their. I forgot the I word. Forgot. I know, I know what it is, but I he, can't think, think of it. He allowed that. And I felt like that was a compromise and I felt like it was only fair to compromise and let a, a pastor, because Sam is a Christian, let a pastor um, officiate the wedding. No one was converting to anything. You know, like just let let that be and give everybody that religious freedom. You know, I feel like in, in America, we have religious freedom and I know in other countries, and obviously in the Philippines, they have religious freedom as well because not everyone in, um, not, um, not the Philippines, where is she from? She's from, um, Indonesia. Yeah. Not everyone in Indonesia is a Muslim, right? So there's clearly some religious freedom over there. So I, I want that same um, freedom to be given to everybody involved. Well, I think, I mean, because him and his family respected her religion enough to do it. Right. We all know Sam ain't converted. That That's fake. He just did it just to get married. I mean, come on, let's be real. Um, so. He, her family, in my opinion, her family needs to um, respect his religion as well because it wasn't just Sam. It was his family, his mom, his dad, like his aunts and uncles. So you, you're, telling, you're trying to make them feel less of a person because you're Muslim and they're Christian. Right. Like you, you, you expect them to um, respect you your culture or your culture your beliefs but you don't want to you come to america and you don't want to respect that you know respect theirs like no it's 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 really tough for me because you guys know i grew up in a religious cult 
And it, every time I see people reducing religious um, freedom and letting people decide on their own, it triggers me, you know, because I was born into a, a cult and I wasn't allowed to think for myself or, or leave. So when I see that type of behavior, it really triggers me because I want everybody to have that same freedom of religion and make their own choices. And also, we have to respect each other's choices in religion. You know, we don't just get to come in and tell people what they can and can't do. Exactly. You know, we have to respect everybody's freedom of choice in religion. You know, we can believe, like, for instance, Sam's dad doesn't believe he's an atheist and he believes in aliens. And who's we don't care. You know, in America, we let everybody be who they are. And I just, it, it just triggers me so much when I see people come in and try to reduce people's identity and choice to be who they want to be. Like at this point in 2024, we need to let people be who they are and we compromise. You know, there's plenty of people who are Muslim or, or Christian or, or Seventh-day Adventist, whatever, and they, they compromise. They let everybody coexist. They let people make their own decisions. They don't force anyone to convert to something to be accepted. And I, I just hated that. I, I don't want to watch people be forced to do something because, you know, Sam, whatever he had to do to get into bed was what he was going to need to do. I don't think that he cares about being a Muslim or a Christian or any of that. I think that in his mind, these are the list of things that need to be done so we can start banging. And this is, you know, checking each Keeping his eyes on right. the prize. He, like Jasmine and, and um everybody else, he was like, that's the prize. This is what we're working towards. We're going to keep moving forward, <laughs> right? We're going to keep moving forward until we get to that bed. And then we're going to make it all happen. So, oh, Nurse um, says, some religions are one-sided. I was invited to a Jehovah Witness church, but they told me um, they can't come to a Christian church. Yeah, see, um, my my cult that I was in was very close to Jehovah Witness, and they were very picky of who they let come into the church because, you know, people who had their own freedom of thinking and freedom of mind would question the things that were going on, and they didn't want those type of people around their members because we weren't allowed to think for ourselves. So they don't want people in there to con to convince people, you know, hey, this isn't really the only religion out there and you don't have to do this stuff, you know, and they, they want to restrict what you can see and what you know. And I think that's how I got out because I had the, the luck, sheer luck of where we moved didn't have a, a church school that pertained to my religion. So I had to go to a Lutheran school um for like my last year of high school and that's when i saw hey these are these people are religious but they also have their own mind and they can think for themselves and that's when i realized when i graduated from high school i was getting the hell out of there you know i was like i'm not going back to this this is crazy okay so i want to talk about happily ever after real quick because we got an announcement of the couples so gina and jasmine are back um wait oh nicole and mahmoud um who else? I don't have them in front of me. Do you remember? Your who BFF. Who? <laughs> you don't know who your BFF is. I don't have Angela and Michael. <laughs> oh yeah, Angela and Michael. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the list. Hold on a second, because I want to talk about this. Because Big Ed and Liz. Yeah, how do you feel about Ed and Liz coming back? They're just bringing. Back long enough to watch, long enough for us to watch them break up. I mean, come on, why do we need to see these people again? Why is Big Ed and Liz coming back? Neither one of them is from a different country. Come on, man. Well, this well, how do you hold on? Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. 
I know that Ed and Liz. Let me get my list. I had. Wait, I had. Oh, and I think, think um, don't hold me to it, but I think is it. God, what's their name? I don't like them neither. Um. Okay. Emily, Emily and Colby. That's them. I don't like them neither. Lauren and Alexi. Uh, I don't like her uh, name. She cries too much. Nicole and Mahmoud, oh. Ed and Liz, Angela and Michael. And, and that's it. So how do we feel about um, Emily and Colby coming back? Are we happy about it? Are we mad? No, I don't like so them. Not a fan of Emily and Kobe. I did nope. hear that there's going to be a trip to Cameroon. So we are going to um, see Emily experiencing Kobe's culture. So we're going to see that. So I don't know how I feel about Lauren and Alexi because I'm just going to be 100% clear and honest. I, I'm not a fan, right? Like, I feel like their drama is, is created. And I watched about 15 minutes of Lauren and Alexi's um, spinoff of the first episode, and I couldn't get through any more of it. I mean, I, they might be really nice people. I don't know them, but I can't get through their drama. I feel like they love each other and things are great. And there's no reason to watch two happy people on TV. I know that sounds really mean, but if you're happy and in love, you're not going to bring enough drama for me to keep my attention, right? Like, I feel like there's not going to be enough drama for me. No, there's not going to be enough drama. And on top of that, I mean, she cries all the time. And then, I mean... I, I mean, I, I've had kids, and I know that, and I'm not, I'm not saying postpartum depression does not exist. It exists, but I mean, she had three babies back to back, and she, she, that's the only thing that I hear coming out of her mouth all the time is her postpartum depression. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it comes with having kids. Postpartum depression is real, but I think she's doing it, or she's she keeps saying it over and over and over again just to get attention. Because well, when, when you're going through, when you legit go through depression, you you legit go through depression, and you're going through things, you don't talk about it. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't let the world know what's going on with you. You're right. You're right. I think having three little kids is enough to drive anybody insane. Like having three kids like really young, I think is enough to drive someone insane because I think Alexi works and Lauren doesn't. She obviously takes care of the kids. Having three children dependent on you 24 seven is gonna make you crazy, you know? So, and I don't, I don't wanna minimize her life and her struggles, but it's like, yeah, it's gonna be hard. You know, having one baby is hard, two babies harder, three babies near impossible, you know? And you know, that's just her life. And, you know, she chose to have a bunch of babies really young. And, you know, Emily did it, too. I think Emily's pregnant with their third baby now. Yeah. Their babies are really young. You know, this is, I applaud people who who do that because it's like you are going to be so tired for, like, the next 10 years, right? Like, so tired. There's, you don't sleep. You know, when one baby sleeps, the other one's awake. You're going to have all these issues. And I, I respect people also, though, for having kids close together because my sister, I think, is six years older than me. You know, so we didn't grow up together. She was in high school and I wasn't, and she moved out on her own before I was out of school. Like, we didn't have a lot in common. So when you do have your kids close together, I think it's good. They can go to school together. They can um, 
bond together, do things together, go to the same school at least. Like, I don't think when I was young, me and my sister ever even went to the same building. She was just so much older than me. So, or maybe when I was in like second or third grade, she was in like the same middle school with me, maybe, possibly. I don't remember, I was too young. Well, I, but I, I think maybe, I think they're using them as a film because they couldn't find nobody, because everybody else, we are, everybody knows that they're not together anymore. Well, I, I heard allegedly that they started filming um, Happily Ever After with Ed and Liz and midway through the season, they broke up that was what i heard allegedly so i think that they did have to find some more footage from somewhere to put something in because i think they're not they're not gonna have anything to go off of so say there's 18 episodes you know if they broke up halfway through they're not gonna have anything to really put them together on in an episode so maybe that's where lauren and alexi came in because you know they had their own spinoff and they stopped filming that spinoff back when they stopped filming darcy and stacy and so I thought, you know, if their spinoff didn't get enough attention and views and you had to end it, why would you put them back on the show, right? Some people are saying they're kind of surprised that um, Bilal and Shida aren't going to be on Happily Ever After. Are you surprised? Are you relieved? How do you feel about that? I would rather see Bilal and Shida uh, than Lauren and Alexi, to be honest. Yeah, I like Bilal and Shida. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like them at first, but I really do like Bilal and Shida, like, a lot. And I do feel like that they really do love each other. But I also feel like the one scene between Bilal's ex-wife and Shida where the ex-wife was almost going to jump her, I feel like there's some drama there. And I would like to revisit that drama. I don't know if you guys remember back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. I, I would like to um, revisit that drama too where he, um, where he pranked her and took her to his childhood home. Yeah. I mean, if I was him i would have just put her on the plane and sent her back because she showed her true colors right there well yeah she was like i don't want to live in this dilapidated house and this is not what i expected you know she definitely came over here looking for a very high-end lifestyle which Bilal made it seem like she was going to have because they were always on vacation together with louis vuitton luggage and and fine restaurants but you know i think that when you're looking for a relationship, what the person has or what they can do for you should be lower on the, the checklist. You know, it shouldn't be all the way at the top. Or no, I should have said higher. Higher on the checklist. Exactly, because if you're in a relationship with somebody, it doesn't matter what they have. If you're in it because you're, you so, I mean, you wholeheartedly want to be in it, it doesn't matter what they, they can offer I, you, what they can give you, or what they can give you. Well, Pineapple, that's true too. He was flaunting, flaunting his money. He did make it seem like he had a lot of it to go around. You know what? That's a good point, Pineapple, because when you go out and you're looking to date and you purposely show off to the woman of what you have and the fine cars and nice luggage and nice meals and nice resorts, you're kind of setting an expectation. And the fact that when he got her here, he was like, I just want to make sure that she doesn't have like an expectation. I'm like, well, the expectation is what you set for her. So if she did have an expectation, it's because you she made even, it right. She even said it. She even said it sitting in the, in his living room. She even said it. That the only reason why she got with him whenever he was in her country is because she seen the um the nice clothes, the lavish bags, the the um the nice cars that he rented and stuff like that. She said it. That's the only reason why she got with him. <laughs> and 
I don't blame her for that. You know, if that's what she wanted and that's what he made her seem like she was going to get. I feel like as my old co-host, she used to say, um, as long as everyone's happy, there's no scam. Right? So as long as everyone's happy, there's no scam. If he made it seem like he was going to give her that life and she wanted that life and they both made that deal and they shook on it and there's no scam. So, oh, I want to talk about Nicole and Mahmoud because Nicole and Mahmoud are back and they're my least favorite. Like, I really, really dislike them both. Um, nothing personal. I just think that they're wrong for each other in every possible way. I think that they're people who shouldn't even be around each other. So... We saw a scene, um, which was a, a preview for Happily Ever After, where they were arguing on, looked like they were on like a highway or a street. And she jumps out of the car and starts running off on the side of the road. The same type of tantrums that they were having back in his country. And I'm just trying to understand why they want to be together and why they think it's going to work. Because they were two people. Yes, um, Kath, toxic is the right word. They're toxic towards each other. Nicole doesn't want to adapt to his lifestyle. She wants to be an American woman. That was another fake Muslim. So wait. Remember she, um, they were dating what, for like an hour and she supposedly converted right. into Muslim. And like she said that she didn't realize what she did until after oh she did it. She didn't do it. Oh my God. Yeah, she said, I didn't realize, you know, how many changes <laughs> they expected from me when I did it. And I was like, well, people don't normally just go, in their car and drive out. They're like, oh, look, there's a church. Let me go convert in that church real quick. That's something that you put thought into and you have conversations about and you decide that it's going to work best for you. And seeing that they were going to be on the show kind of irritated me. A lot of people online said that they felt the whole cast was a bust. You know, they just... Yes, felt like, who in the heck? Look, we have, like, we have had so much haven't torture torture and trauma from Gino and Jasmine, Angela and um, Michael, um, Ed and Liz. I mean, come on. Seriously, these people are going to still torture us and give us more trauma? Why? Oh, one last <laughs> subject. I forgot. We got to talk about this. So Brandon from Brandon and Mary announced on his Instagram that Mary is suffering from colon cancer. Um, and she gave us a little background. She said that in high school, um, there was blood in her stool and she thought it was okay. Normal didn't get checked out, then it went away. Then in college, it came back. And then that she recently went to the doctor and he said that she has colon cancer and she needs to have a surgery. And they um, started a GoFundMe account to help pay for the surgery. So first of all, if this is true, I wanna send prayers um, to Mary and Brandon and their baby Midnight because this is a very serious situation. You know, if this is true and if it is stage four, you know, stage four is a very aggressive stage. So we wanna make sure that everybody is okay because we like to make fun. We like to, to have a good dialogue, but at the end of the day, we want everybody to be okay and safe and be in bed and with their family at the end of the day. So I, I don't know if you saw that story. Did you see um, did. that she posted that? I did. I, I don't know the situation fully. They haven't really given a lot of explanation. But Brandon said that they want to go in and have a surgery. Um, and I looked up the surgeries. And it's like a reconstructive um, surgery. They remove the cancer and then they reconstruct the tract. And it's a pretty serious surgery. So I don't know how much it's going to cost. Last time I checked, they had raised uh, a few thousand dollars. Um, so I'm hoping that 
Oh, there was a picture of her in the hospital. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that pineapple. Um, now people think a lot of uh, well, not a lot. Everybody's thinking that it's a scam because that is the picture that um, whenever she had, um, I believe midnight. Um, that's the same picture. Okay, so Saf Bunny, I do want to comment on that because somebody did message me and say that as well. So David from David and Annie expressed that she has 100% health insurance there. So in her country, um, most health um, procedures are covered. So a lot of people are questioning why she would need money for the procedure when in that country there's some sort of universal health care um, where these um, life threatening procedures or whatever they would be covered and david you know who spends quite a bit of time over in the europe area has a lot of knowledge of you know the practices and things that go on in that neck of the woods you know his wife annie um is from the european area and you know i i, I don't want to discredit anyone's story but i do know that facts are facts and i don't know what the situation is and a lot of people are very skeptical because we we met Mary on this season with Brandon and she did openly lie to Brandon, you know, and we didn't forget that. Remember she said, oh, I'll, at this, at, when he's going to bed, I unplug my router and I do what I want to do. I tell him I'm asleep. And so it's really hard to trust everything that someone says when you know that they, they tell lies. So I'm really, really torn though, because I want her to be okay. I know they had a baby. They're going to be having another baby. And it's a very important that she has a mother and a but, wife and a daughter. Okay, question. If she's pregnant with another baby, then in the picture that is on this all over social media, she doesn't look pregnant and she should be probably about ready to have the baby by now. So Well, I was wondering that too. I did wonder whether we know that she got pregnant again right after she had the first um baby midnight. And she doesn't look pregnant from what we saw and apparently she was posting pictures right before this announcement of her out at a restaurant eating sushi so everybody has so many different um questions they're just like well what is the deal because a lot of people are saying when you get diagnosed the first step is chemo and then yeah. surgery is usually the last resort if they can't get it to stop growing blah 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 that's something that you do to move the process along towards recovery. So a lot of people are saying that that doesn't sound like it's in the correct order of a cancer diagnosis and treatment. So everyone is just like skeptical. And I, I understand, you know, when, when they're asking for money, you know, people are skeptical because they want to make sure that the money is going to the right place. So well, I mean, you, you gotta look at, you gotta look at, um, at everybody that has been on social media. We've had people faking their death. We've had people faking being homeless. We've had people faking all kinds of stuff to for to get more followers, to to scam people of the um to get money. And there and um one of these people is still scamming people getting money. Yeah. Not saying no name, but I'm just saying they're still scamming. And so, and then we already know how, um, how Brandon and Mary are. I mean, they, they don't want to work, especially Brandon. So they've got to come up with something. 
to to be able to um to get some money and people's going to feel sorry um sorry faster for mary than they would brandon right because she's the and mom. now they're throwing the and that little girl in the middle of it like why would you do that yeah i was in my opinion i really wanted this is gonna sound bad but i really want it to be true because i don't want them to be capable of lying about something like that i know that sounds really bad but i i don't i i want it to be true because i don't want people to think that they would lie about something like that but i also don't want her to be sick so i don't know what i want i want her to be okay but i know that if she did lie about something like this she's burned the bridge of everyone who would ever support her at this point so at this point i don't really know what direction to go in i want her to be completely fine and cancer free and i, I really pray that she is well everyone is saying that filipinos have health care coverage and that's what david from david and annie said and that's what a lot of people online have sent me articles the articles do say that all filipino um citizens have a health care coverage i don't know 100 percent of everything that it covers but it's like pretty much everything you know i think one of my friends from canada said that you don't get dental in Canada, but you get everything else. So it's it's like one of those situations where mostly everything is covered. So if this is true and they're just asking people for money, this is not going to end well for anybody involved. And I think that using GoFundMe at, for a, a fraudulent situation can land you in jail, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm pretty sure that has happened in the past, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, stealing, um, stealing money. I mean, the only way you would go to jail is if the people that sent you money, um, presses charges against you. But my thing is, if if they do, if she does have insurance, like everybody is saying, why are they asking for money? Right, and that's what's. And they didn't say like, oh, well, the procedure is covered, but I won't be able to work during this situation during my recovery. So, because if she said it like, well, you know, I'm the only one working. And while I'm going to be out of work, this would be to help the family be taken care of. But she didn't explain it that way. So that's what makes everybody wonder what's going on. Oh, yeah, this person, um, Portuguese says the law enrolled all Filipino citizens in the National Health Insurance Program to be administered by the Philippine Health Insurance Corp or PhilHealth. So, yeah, this, this is what everyone has been sending me. So this, it's not looking good. It's all unless she wants. I'm gonna say, guys, is just be careful with the with with scammers because I mean I know of a especially one person. I mean this person is scamming people so bad, and it's and it's sad. You know what I'm saying? So, and people just keep sending money even though everybody knows it's a lie it's like i don't get it <laughs> i don't get it why do, you, why why do you keep giving your money away like make sure that that this is true make sure that they're telling the truth like because a lot of people there's so many scammers even people from tlc is doing it oh. scamming people yeah. like yeah. make sure i mean even even um well, George, you know, uh, um, one of your, well, y'all not friends anymore. I mean, look how, um, how he scammed, um, the, like how, how he scammed. You even tried to reach out to him because supposedly he committed suicide. So, I mean, that's another scam. It's, I mean, there's all kinds of scams, not just for money, but for, um, for clout, yeah. for followers, for the, that kind of a, attention. 
Now you guys know I can't say certain things, so stop asking me, pineapple. But um, <laughs> I just got the hookup, okay? <laughs> but I mean, guys, just be careful with scams. Seriously. Yeah, you have to. Oh my gosh, I'm geek in the kitchen. You're right. People are sheep. They don't do their own research, and I tell people all the time: be your own media um outlet, your news outlet. Kara, Kara's a news outlet. I don't know if you guys know this, but Kara is always doing her own research and she sends me things all the time and i'm like how did you find this do you work for the fbi how do you know that she's always her own news outlet and we have to be our own news outlets these days because even when you see something in the media it doesn't make it true because that story that you were just talking about dd that was in the news media that that person was dead that person was still alive right like yeah. you cannot believe even in the news media, and I'm talking like the big news media, um, TMZ, CNN, like news, they will report false information to you. You have to be your own. Hey, Austin, um, you have to be your own news outlet and decide for yourself what you believe and what you don't believe. Never take anything at face value. And, you know, when you see these, um, these GoFundMe pages, question things, you know, ask questions. And, and a lot of times I, I say it out loud to myself, like if, even if it's not true, just if you really needed money, just open a GoFundMe and say, hey, things are rough and I need some money. Don't scam people. You know, I hate that, you know, because if you really just need help, just ask for help. I'm more prone to hand you 20 bucks. Like if I'm driving down the street and there's a homeless person or someone with a sign and I, I, I'm I, more prone to hand them $20 and I don't care what they do with it, then you try to scam me out of $20. Right? Exactly. And I, I take offense to that. I don't like it when people scam other people. It's just not, not, it's not the right thing to do. And it makes it harder for people who really need help to get help. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, one more thing. Um, Miona uh, kind of went um, public with her new man. Did you see the pictures? On yeah. Okay. Val on Valentine's Day, um, <laughs> she went public and so I have his account. I followed it. I'm going to post it on my story so everybody can see it. Any um, any thoughts on that? Because, you know, Jabri kept saying for the longest time everything was fine. They were still together. Clearly, they're not. So any thoughts on that? Look, she was another one. They faked. Um, whenever they were on TLC, they were already married. They had been married for, what, I think a year and a half, two years. Whenever they even acted like they wasn't even married. So, I mean, they, they scammed TLC because apparently TLC didn't do their, their back, back, um, how you call it, a uh, background check because they were already married. So, yeah, they were married. And then, we, um, here's another one that I told you guys that she just wanted the green card. She wanted to, she wanted to live a lavish, a lavish life. She even stated the reason why is because he was not rich enough for her. That he didn't. That he doesn't have the the hustle in him like she has. Well, she did make a lot of money with her her business, and I thought it was interesting that she was doing so well. And I was waiting for Jabri to kind of step up and start his business and get back to his his grind. And I did see a little less drive from him. And I kind of thought early on that she was going to have an issue with her being the one in charge of making the money and him just kind of helping her. I didn't see that she was going to be okay with that. Oh, um, does TLC ever do background checks? Oh, Portuguese princess. They do background checks. Um, but from what I was told, allegedly, sometimes when they find things on the background checks, they still pro proceed 
with casting because they want that stuff to come out during um, the airing of the show because it causes more buzz and more controversy, which turns into more media coverage, which turns into more ad revenue. So sometimes, like for instance, I know you guys found out about the Nikki's arrest. Um, she's on this current season and, and we found out about her arrest or whatever last year. TLC probably knew about this stuff, but they felt the release of that news, um, the controversy, and we were talking about it. So, and that's gonna bring more attention um, to the show, which brings more ad revenue, brings yep. more money into their pocket. So yeah, a yep. lot of times in the beginning, like say, let's go back season one through four. If they ran a background check and they found something, you were not casting. But the times have changed and now they will run a background check, you know, as long as you haven't killed anyone, you know, they look at it as, oh, well, our internet sleuths who are big fans of the show are going to find this and then this is going to generate some buzz and controversy and then some outlets that aren't, don't normally cover 90 day will cover 90 day because of this and then that's going to get us more you know more people watching the show so you have to tlc thought well she didn't go to prison no she didn't go to prison no 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 no, no. the nikki didn't go to prison um she i don't even think she went to jail i think that she was just arrested and released um for that situation and i as far as i know it's completely over with as far as I know, I think that everything is done. There's nothing else going on with that situation. Sap Bunny says, TLC isn't looking for love, they're looking for turn racks. They are, and so are we. You know, and I think that that's a lot of the reason why a lot of people weren't really excited about Happily Ever After this season is because there's going to be more love than train wrecks. And, you know, we want to see people fall apart. Yeah, I, I know it sounds bad. We got to see the drama. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's, that's we have not watched 10 seasons of this show to watch people fall in love and live happily ever after we've watched 10 seasons of this show because um nicole and Azen and danielle and, and um muhammad you know we watched these massive blow-ups and breakups and these relationships fall apart and i think that's what we're tuning in for hey kelly and that's what we want to continue to see and i we need the popcorn um uh the ones that, that want us to pop some popcorn and like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? You know, like before, well, yeah. those kind of. If, if <laughs> we were watching people fall in love and live happily ever after, this show would have been canceled on season two. We It, it has the staying power because we are watching people make horrific decisions that impact the rest of their lives. And we are there with our popcorn gossiping about it. That is the whole concept. And, you know, I think Happily Ever After isn't going to bring us that. And I think that's the issue. I think that we're watching, you know, some of the people we know aren't even together anymore. So we know it's going to happen. I think social media kind of did ruin um, the aspect of the show, the the anticipation aspect. Social media ruined it. We knew Michael was here. Um, we saw the pictures of him in Walmart with Angela. So it, social media has really ruined what we were anticipating. We kind of know what's going on. And I think, unfortunately social media like so many different things in, in our lives it's it's ruined another part of it yeah um yeah like the the um the tina yeah like with rishi i mean he's already married um wasn't him and jen supposed to be they were like together like a couple of weeks ago and now he's married like, yeah that, that's <laughs> they're so far behind and in between that after he and jen broke up there was some drama between him and dr april carter you know so we're talking we there's been so much but again 
social media's ruined all that. We already know what's going on. We can't even really get caught up anymore. Um, yeah, he's married now, screwed up everything. Yeah, him getting married and releasing it screwed up everything because now we know what's going on. And it's like, should they not air that footage? I think they should just stop airing the footage at this point because we're watching it for no and reason. From what from what I've seen, I don't know if it's true or not, but from what I've seen that um, they're going to be on a spinoff as well. I did not hear that. Um, but yeah, send me what you know. I had, I didn't hear that. I did hear that they both were going to be on Diaries, but that's the last that I heard. So I don't know. Interesting that you said that, though. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up. Um, and we're going to come back tomorrow because the single life will be back in Diaries. We didn't do it um, live for Diaries. Kara was actually in a really bad snowstorm and lost power in um, Wi-Fi. Um, so we had to skip. So we're going to talk about last week's and this week's. Um, Laura from Laura and Allen is back this week as well on Diaries. So we're going to check in with her. She's going to be dating again. So we want to see what her type is now, right? So I want, I want to see what's going on with that. And um, hopefully Kara will be back. She doesn't have to um, work late tomorrow. So we'll be back all together, all three of us. I know it's been forever. So uh, thank you to my co-host, Didi. Thank you for everybody for joining us tonight. We're going to come back tomorrow and talk about the single life and diaries, um, or maybe not both, depending on what happens on the single life. We might need a little more time, maybe diaries the day after. Um, make sure you're following Didi. She's tagging this video. Follow me on all social media platforms at GeorgeMossi, GeorgeMossi.com. Anybody catch podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. Um, we'll talk to all of you guys tomorrow night, and everyone have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye. Bye.